Hello, good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning and I'm back to my schedule. And it's really windy right now. I'm not sure if you can hear the sound of the wind on the microphone. I am using the microphone right now and in my monitor it's really I mean the the anchor monitor it's really loud. <laughs> right so i hope this everything just um is clear turns out to be clear and of course let's just start right away right now with gratitude first dear heavenly father thank you so much for waking me up and thank you for the nice morning that we're having right now it's windy it's a little chilly outside but it's nice to walk i don't feel um so so good in in terms of I'm, I'm having abdominal cramps <laughs> it's funny that i had to say that and there are other people listening but um really it's it's um manageable than before i think it has also it, it, it's a prompt to talk about something um really nice because i haven't planned anything i wasn't sure what i was going to talk about today but i think i think you Dear God, you have set the stage for something great. And so I'm thanking you in advance for um, the beautiful things that we are going to be able to talk about today. And I pray that everyone listening in will be blessed. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, so yesterday we talked about the effects and the working out of the anti-love principle in... We, we have explored the lives of Richard, Betty, and um, Tom, and Billy. Although those are hypothetical characters <laughs> that I have created. But then their, um, their experiences are not uncommon. They, you, you can see their experiences in many other people's lives. And maybe even your life. So, I just feel that we haven't really um explored everything every other possibility because i'm pretty sure that even in your own life you also are experiencing the effects of the anti-love principle the anti-love principle just to recap is the opposite of the love principle and the love principle is to give it's an outward um direction of care and attention and it gives love gives meanwhile the anti-love principle is about me 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 i i i just myself and i just want all the attention all the care to myself and i just want to also re-emphasize that self-care isn't bad in fact i've encountered this um ty gibson tweet yesterday that i really liked and i have um, I think made it yeah, not I think but I did make it my story I mean my Facebook story um, yes yeah, so, so I share that and I retweeted that as well so it's really nice and it talked about it talked about God being um, you know he, he doesn't want control God doesn't want control and love doesn't control right because love gives freedom and freedom is fundamental in the definition and the existence of love without freedom there could not be love because love doesn't force anybody right 
doesn't force anybody love is a choice and to be loved is a it's like a it's a beautiful gift to be loved no one forces you to love them and they if they try to do that that's abusive right and that's not love at all and we have also mentioned before in the past that um if something or someone is trying to force their love onto you th that's not really love right and we have an ugly word for forced love which is which is really ironic right um two words put together they, they don't agree with each other by definition they are the opposite so um that's an oxymoron i think yeah i think i think um, I, I was i could not recall the english term for that when you put two words together and they're the opposite of each other but anyway forced love that's rape in the context of relationships and really in the context of human beings right and a man and a woman so and a man forcing their way into a woman woman for example um but there are other forms of anti-love and yesterday we have explored how the anti-love the me 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 just me just thinking about me and not of others and not for the welfare of others how that affects the relationship of couples of married couples and their relationship towards their child too and so again let me just go back a little bit and try to um, tell you about that tweet by ty gibson which says that god doesn't want control and what he wants instead is self-governance we that we grow into fully mature individuals that are able to govern and care for oneself but that is not selfish at all what selfish is when you don't when you when you trample when you trample others above yourself and when you harm them and when you hurt them right for your own sake the principle of god encompasses equality in the sense that even jesus said love your neighbor as you love yourself so we are not at all diminishing the importance of self-care because in the first place that's that's supposed to be a given it's supposed to be a given that you are able to take care of yourself in the same way that a single cell in your body is uh, it um it cooperates with all the other cells in your body healthy cells but it's also able to self-manage it is able to do its own processes right it's able to function normally well its own its own processes right so there's self-care and self-management right there but it doesn't harm all the others it cooperates and that's love okay so it's important to establish that because there is a very thin line between you know the messaging of the world that says that you need to to to, to um give importance to yourself and and that's and that's uh you know it, it can be mixed it can be a mixed message and it can be confusing um if you don't really get to the depths of what the context behind that right if the context is of course self-management and self-care absolutely even god is able to um you know he he doesn't need anything 
right? He's so self-sustaining, if you will. He doesn't need anything, and um, we're supposed to be able to self-manage. But then, um, it's a different story when you are talking about putting yourself above the others. That's not that's not really the ideal scenario, right? Um, also, when you talk about the context of toxic relationships and abusive um, relationships, abusive uh, circles, and in family uh, members, right? You you need to. In that case, for example, there's you, and there's your abusive, let's just say, father, and then there's your mother, who doesn't seem to care too, and then w- essentially what's happening there is that there are giving you negative feelings right negative feelings um negative thoughts also trigger they 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 trigger negative thoughts about yourself in the way that they abuse you let's say verbally right and essentially what's happening there is they are not um they have a lack within them and that's affecting you the manifestations of the lack that is within them the lack of love within them um that also that also affects you negatively and you become uh, you also react negatively and it hurts you right so so the context there is that you need to care for yourself and you need to make choices that may also hurt them like for example you have to leave right but the hurt isn't really the hurt that you know there's a hurt that you feel when there's surgery right but it's necessary to let's say remove a bullet from within you right so the the healing process can hurt not because the good things hurt or have to hurt but the removal of the bad things that that process hurts that process hurts and so um let's just say that we you have the choice to move away from an environment that hurts you and some people would say that's selfish um i would say not really not really because it's necessary for your healing and you're you're not harming them in the sense that you are threatening their lives you are stepping back stepping outside of that of that abusive uh, circle because healing needs to to come through and sometimes you have to separate people just for them to realize the gravity of the things that they have done to you you have to separate from people to have that just to have that clear mind clearer mind that without your presence that they could they could somehow so that they could somehow realize things that they haven't realized at all before while while they were abusing you so it's really that that's something that's you, you need to understand this in the context of healing right in the context of healing um healing hurts and is different when you choose to leave uh yeah and you can't really judge that as selfish right um healing hurts and you know the self-care the self-management that we're talking about the ideal is is when you are able to reach the fullest potential that God intended you to have, right? To to embrace and to achieve. Like 
in the very first place, when there was yet no sin in this world, He created you after His own image, and God is self-sustaining. But of course, you have an origin, and your origin is God, and that, and that's different. That doesn't make you God. You also need to emphasize that 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 doesn't mean that that doesn't make you at all God. But then you're able to make decisions, rational, emotional, intelligent, informed decisions that are for the good, not just of you but for everyone, right? And that that self governance is amazing if you really think about it. And that also means that you're not needy. You're not needy. You're not empty. You don't have a hole in your heart that you seek to be filled by others. That that self governance can only be possible if you are in the first place filled with the love of God. And that's important. That's a very important point, right? So in your journey to self healing. What you really want is to be filled by God, right? Because with all the emptiness that abounds in this world, with all the hurt that you have experienced from the closest people in your lives who were supposed to be the ones to fill you with love too in the first place, to nurture you as a child since you were born, right? And to introduce God to you. Um there's so much there's just so much misery in this world and it's it's all it's all yeah it's really sad but then that gives us the the realization that we all need we all need to look up and um, we all need to be filled by God's love because we just can't fill each other up right and we if we don't if we are not filled and there are still empty holes within us like we are walking donuts right and we we try to be filled by other people what happens is we turn out to be miserable because we find out that the people we're trying to fill ourselves with those people also have their own issues everyone has their issues right everyone ha- has their issues and we need to to resolve those issues really before we dive in to our relationship with other people because in the process of trying to trying to form a relationship with other people and trying to trying to form a connection if there are things if there there will be challenges along the way and if those challenges are rooted in fact in one's neediness the the partner in the relationship really isn't going to be the one to fill that because they also more likely have their own issues they also have a neediness and um that's going to turn out likely to be sad and really you need to be filled first by god so that you can abundantly give love to the other right to the partner so as you can see right here what we're emphasizing is that is the fact that you cannot give what you do not have 
and the principle in nature and the principle of all created things in the planet that God has created he's embedded this principle of taking to give he wants us to take from him so that we can give to others right it's taking to give and we can't give something that we don't have and when we don't have love and uh, we just want the feeling of having someone that cares for us that's neediness right there and that's also that's also that's the point of this whole thing that the point of discussing all this is to arrive once again at one of the results of the anti-love right because the anti-love affects the child our child selves and then it affects our teen selves and then it affects our adult selves and then no wonder we are in broken relationships right from time to time so um there, there's also one important thing that i want to emphasize is that um the anti-love isn't just negative right it's very common to see for example um for example abusive relationships in the form of nagging in the form of verbal abuse in the form of emotional abuse that's really negative talk right and w for example what the child always hears always hears from his parents are just nagging and just um just saying what are you doing you can't be good enough you're 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 such a brat um i wish you didn't exist in this world all those things are negative right those are verbal abuses but then there's also this passive form of abuse in that it's empty for example the father is not talking to the child at all right the father isn't talking to the child at all and you could not even begin to imagine how that also affects the child because there's no love is active ladies and gentlemen love is active love is supposed to communicate love is supposed to be shown in acts when there is no communication there's no emotional connection at all there's just presence it's not enough right it's also an abandonment thing it's a form of abandonment when you don't talk to your child and when you just leave your child to do their own thing and you do your own thing that's again an anti-love because you are just focused on doing your own thing you can't be workaholic but your addiction to workaholism work work to work <laughs> to workaholism right it's not I know you are compensating for something that you've also lacked before. I, I'm talking to the father. Um, but that doesn't help the child at all. Right? When there's zero, there's going to be zero love poured into the child's love tank. It has to be positive. Right? Uh, we know and it's obvious that negative things, negative talk, negative actions like abusing them physically too that really really badly affects the child that's that's negative that's negative but then it's not enough to just eliminate that and go to zero status where you don't say anything to your child you don't interact you simply just ignore and do your own thing that's anti-love doing your own thing right there 
not caring for the child at all that's anti-love right there and that also affects the child that affects the child because they could think that they're not enough oh i wish i could unpack this so much i will unpack this i think tomorrow because this is this is really 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 significant in some people's lives right now some of us may not have been negatively abused but may we may have been passively abused and one of the manifestations of that is just having no emotional connection between parents and children and that's sad too because that affects the child as he grows up really so we are down to 20 minutes time flies really fast but yeah i think that was the point that i was looking forward to make because i am also actually a product of that you know and i understand why i understand my father and i understand not maybe not completely but i somehow maybe understand why he does that maybe i think i still need to unpack that too but now i still i am thankful that i have pointed out why there's also a lack within me i know there's a lack within me and i have recently pointed out the source of that and one of the biggest main sources is that my father doesn't really talk to me and he doesn't mention my name he doesn't mention my name and the book love is a choice also also gives um this example of a client who also had that experience she has never her father has never mentioned her name yeah at all as a child and that zero input into the love tank of the child that is also emotional abuse and the word abuse is yeah we 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 think about it as having a just a negative connotation but there's there's also that emptiness right there it's also an abuse it's a form of passive abuse right so love is active i just want to conclude this by saying that god's love is active it shows it shows it's not absent and you may think that god is absent right now <laughs> that also gives you another cognitive disson- dissonance right but god really isn't absent he is just he's he's there he's accessible it's, it's just that he's a gentleman and it's like he's your neighbor he makes his presence felt in many ways in mysterious ways even right but he doesn't force himself that's that's his thing but once you embrace that once you acknowledge that once you acknowledge his presence and you express that you want his presence now he's welcome and now he's gonna show you the most beautiful things ever because he's your father heavenly father the ultimate father of all and he's your creator and what's really fascinating is that god's love is active ladies and gentlemen is not passive it's it's not zero at all he gives you he gives you really there's an emotional input right there he gives you words of affirmation from the bible he tells you he loves you he demonstrates that by his actions by giving you all that you need and rescuing you and most of all giving you jesus right 
so really 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 this thing is so fascinating we are just i think we're just hovering over god's character and how all these things make sense when you try to connect them with our personal experiences in our lives today right and um i'm really just about to close this but that's if i could leave something to you um, i invite you to try to examine your life um especially your experiences as when you were a kid what negative experiences have you had as a kid what is there anything in particular that hurt you as a kid or maybe not hurt you necessarily or maybe yeah maybe hurt you too um was there abuse in your life emotional verbal physical and just being passive abuse um abund uh, abandonment really i mean abund abandonment sorry abandonment you were abandoned in the sense that may maybe your father was there he was present but he verbally abandoned you in the sense that he doesn't even mention your name or he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't just call on you he, he calls on the other siblings but not you he he doesn't communicate that's that's a form of abandonment right there so try to examine your life if you have experienced a form of abandonment a form of abuse a form of negative abuse or passive abuse in your life people the, those are choices of the bad people <laughs> maybe okay I, I don't want to judge them as bad okay i mean we have had bad choices but then um yeah the right thing is that we all have had we all have experienced the ill effects of the anti-love principle and the reason why and the reason why our parents have all these lack in them too is because they had also the ill experiences of their own childhood that they need to have they're supposed to have resolved before they they united in marriage and had you right but then he, the cycle didn't stop and right now you're the one listening to this and you don't want you don't want this to to continue on you don't want the the cycle of anti-love principle to to circle on and to move forward with the rest of your life you want the cycle to stop right and the way to awareness is the first step to healing you need to to accept to acknowledge that you have had these bad experiences but in your childhood made by people's choices bad choices okay and you need to acknowledge them and you need to to say to your child self that god cares for that child self actually right and that now is your time now is your time to accept whatever that was to acknowledge and to embrace embrace that to have god's love embrace that that version of you as a child who suffered from abuse right and whatever it is whatever lack it is that um whatever lack it is that you have right now god can feel that god can feel that with his love 
Only His love is abundant enough to fill everyone else's lack on this earth. So, I hope you you learned something in today's episode. And I need to close now. So, thank you so much for listening. And may this be a wonderful, beautiful journey for you. So, let's close with gratitude. Dear God, Heavenly Father, thank you once again for everything that we have discussed. For everything, for all the learning experiences that we are going through right now. For teaching me things through people that you've also taught before. And for allowing me to teach the same things to also the people who will be and who are listening to this right now. Thank you so much for for helping us see that you are beautiful. And despite all the bad things, the working out of the anti-love in our lives, you are able to bring out the best in all the circumstances that we have had experienced. And that the best is yet to come, but right now we can experience a joy, an abundance and a joy that's rooted not in a hole in our lives, but rooted in your grace, your mercy, your great love for us. Your constant, undying, unconditional love for us all. Thank you so much for loving us, dear God. And may this be a wonderful day for everyone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.